When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi guys, we're back again after a mini break with a new look stream for Scout. I'm joined as always by my good friend Kylie. Can you tell everyone a little bit about what has changed, Kylie? I certainly can. So as you would have guessed, sorry, I had some weird noise just happening there in the background. Um, which all good this end though so you're all good (laughs) super smooth start um yeah so we have redecorated a little bit as you would have gathered obviously we used to do the watch list and while it hasn't massively changed one of the reasons why we're looking at transfer targets instead is because we have this Thursday afternoon slot and obviously it's at the end of the week and really I don't know about you guys, but for me, that's the time of the week where I'm starting to solidify decisions. Hopefully I've given it some thought before this point, <laughs> not always guaranteed, but yeah, um, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to firm up what we're doing and watch list is really about sort of looking a bit more broadly um, over different ideas that we might have outside some of the maybe obvious sensible picks um and and sort of future planning and certainly this season hasn't really lended itself to as much successful future planning Um, (laughs) whereas going very much week on week has kind of been the the way of things so that's why we've adapted a bit we are going to look at three picks um, that we've decided on run through a few of the key stats and how they've been performing what our opinions are, what we're going to do. Are we going to buy them? Are we not? And we'll always try and keep one of those at least as a, a proper differential pick as well to keep things a bit spicy. Yeah, yeah. So this week being a very quick drop in of the doubles for Chelsea United means our direction for our picks will be pretty clear. As Kylie said, many managers will be trying to weigh out the options of who they can quickly bring in or consider for the wild card. So I guess... Let's get started. And our first pick is, of course, Mason Mount. So Mount is Chelsea's top scorer in FPL points so far this season with 148 points. Rudiger, believe it or not, is the closest to him with 131. Now, with that Rudiger injury, he's uh, kind of put a few of us, um, you know, a little bit... A little bit kind of on the hop there, Kylie, hasn't he really? Well, do you know what? I don't even know if he has. Like, I'm saying this as someone who decided to jump in early on James. I know there's a few of us who did it when he came back from his injury, thinking I'm going to get in early, get the benefit. Remember last time we jumped in early? Yeah. Fabulous (laughs) 18-pointer. And it's been woeful ever since. Like, it's just, 
awful. Mm. They've conceded so many goals. Now Rudiger's out. It doesn't sound like it's going to be for a long time. I think it's going to make people a little bit nervous about defensive assets. So that's why we're not really looking at them. Exactly. And Amount is doing extremely well this season with 10 goals and 10 assists to his name. Three of those goals and three of those assists coming in 480 minutes of the last six game weeks. If you needed any more persuasion on Mount, he did score a goal and an assist against West Ham in the reverse fixture in game week 15, which Kylie will go a bit more into the pictures in just a second. Chelsea have kept 14 clean sheets this season, nine of those with Mount in on the pitch. So nice little extra point here or there for him. Mount is creeping up in ownership at 16.6%. He's getting to that stage where if he does anything, he is actually starting to hurt your rank a little bit if you don't own him. The nice thing about him, though, is he's a decent price tag in the £7 million bracket of £7.6 meaning most people will be able to get to him easily. His stats are looking pretty good too, right, Kylie? Yeah, I mean... It's interesting, his underlying stats do look really, really good. His XG and his XA don't tell the story, though, Um, and that can often be the case when you're talking about players with quality. Mm -hmm. His XG for the last six uh, games or game weeks uh, is 1.67. Now, obviously, we know that he's outperformed that because he's got three goals, is it? Um, So, you know, that doesn't necessarily tell the tale. And his XA for someone that is renowned to be a predominantly creative player rather than a goal scorer typically is just 0.96 so not as high as you'd expect however he has had 13 shots in that period some of seven of them were in the box uh, two big chances six shots on target so that's pretty good it's about nearly 50 percent of his shots have been pretty accurate um he's had an attempt every 36.9 minutes So again, for midfielder, these are all looking really good. And his bread and butter, of course, is uh, his chances created. He's had 10 of those in that time. Three were big chances. And he has, of course, had three assists. So that kind of correlates. Mm -hmm. So I think from a statistics perspective, look, we know he's one of the strongest ones in Chelsea. He definitely feels, I feel like I'm kind of contradicting how I truly feel about Mount (laughs) when I say this. He feels a stable option. Yeah. I say that because I have a bit of a grudge against Mount based on buying him too early, earlier in the season and yeah. him just disappearing. Not doing it. But, mm. but grudge aside, you know <laughs> that I like a grudge. Anyway, that aside, um, just that front three of Mount, Havertz, Werner looks like it's the way things are going and it's going to stay for a while. The fact that they're out of Champions League obviously helps a bit with rotation. They are not guaranteed top four. We do expect that they'll get it. They have a game in hand over uh, Tottenham and Arsenal. And so I think think we'll see them get it. But Mm -hmm. with some lackluster performances recently, you know, I think hopefully that means he's going to keep his his sort of attacking players going because they have been scoring it's just they've been conceding like a quite alarming amount um they do have good fixtures though this is what bodes well for them as you said Nim, really good record recently against West Ham he obviously got the 13 or so points last time but even slightly beyond that his history against them has been quite good Mm -hmm. um so in the double he's obviously also got United that's the one that's dropped in that's away. And then Everton away in 35, 
and a lovely sort of run after that. It's Wolves and Leeds for the double in 36, which is really nice. And then Leicester and Watford for the last game of the season. Mm, so nice. I think whether people are wildcarding or whether they're looking, you know, they've already wildcarded and they're trying to set up for the run-in, it makes a lot of sense to invest in someone like mm-hmm. Mount. And I think we are going to see considerable investment in him and that sort of 16% that you mentioned for his ownership go up quite a yeah. lot because he's something of a more obvious, I would say, yeah. um, selection. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's competing with Havertz. He's slightly cheaper than Havertz. Mm. <laughs> 7.8, 7.9. Yeah. Havertz has a lot of history. He's traumatized a lot of people. <laughs> um, and, you know, his minutes the last couple of games have, haven't been great, but mm. he obviously was in a really strong run of form before that. So. Yeah. There's, there's a few picks there. Um, just on Chelsea in general, they are joint top for shots on target the last six matches, oh, yeah. and they are second for big chances over that period as well with Werner um, getting a lot of them, and, you know, we'll come to that in a bit. Yeah. Uh, so I think <laughs> from an attacking perspective, very appealing. Defensively, slightly concerning, but we know that the likes of Alonso and James if playing in his usual wing back position, yeah, are capable of getting returns. That's as the well. sticking point with James, isn't it? Is. <laughs> that kind of it is and switch actually... and change between those two positions at the moment. Yeah, it's a little bit of uncertainty there, which does yeah. dent his appeal. Unfortunately, for those of us who own him, it's worth noting. Obviously, we're talking about Chelsea here. We're going to be talking more about Chelsea. What we're not going to be covering <laughs> is the other guys yeah. that have a double. <laughs> Those United. guys over there. Those guys. <laughs> we're just turning our eye to them. <laughs> public enemy number one for many people who transferred <laughs> them in. Uh, yeah, United have a much trickier double this time than they did uh, last time, or given the fact that they played Norwich last time. So, there's no room for them in our picks. No. We're still bitter and twisted about it. <laughs> so, Nim, tell me, what's your verdict? Are you going to buy? Are you thinking about it? Ooh, yeah, I'm definitely thinking about it. So what I haven't done much of this season is really go for the doubles. And, of course, I have, you know, loaded up on them a little bit, but I haven't really kind of gone all in and on them really. Like, even with United's double, I've kind of ignored that this time and... I've just kind of, I guess, been quite sensible with the doubles rather than kind of really going after them. But I'm at that stage in the season now where I'd really like to try and kind of push for it. So I am definitely looking at getting one of, or at least one of Mount or Havertz. I can put both in my team, but it would lose, meaning Saka, uh, sorry, it would lose both Saka and Barnes. Uh, which I'm not too sure about <laughs> after them both scoring last night. That's made that decision an awful lot harder. So probably Barnes more so than Saka, just more so that he may have now played himself back into that Leicester team for the Europa Conference League. And so I'm feeling like there might be more rotation for him. So probably leaning towards 
I guess the safer out of habits and amount and, and oh. probably going with mount for Barnes. I am a little worried though because when I was faced with the Barnes Madison decision a couple of game weeks ago, I went with Barnes over Madison, oh. which as I say was okay last night, but the last past few weeks hasn't gone yeah. <laughs> as well as I'd hoped. I should have gone for Madison, so uh not really sure what that, that means. But what about yourself? Are you are you considering Mount yourself? Well, I, I did the same thing with Barnes and Madison, yeah. by the way, except the mm. difference is that I free hit last week, so I didn't even get his goal because oh, I no. <laughs> called him, which is always so fun. Um, as for Mount, yeah. So mm. in my situation, I do have wild cards still to play. Yeah. I'm actually not nice. planning to play it this week, so okay. that is going against the grain. That's not that I'm saying it doesn't make sense to. I think it makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense um, for many people to be wildcarding and getting the benefit yeah. of um, not only this game week, but next week and beyond. Uh, for me, to be honest, it's just the fact that I don't have the time to <laughs> actually wildcard um, this week. It's just a bit of a, a busy week for me. So <laughs> I'm going to do it next week and um, sort of set up from there. But it's also because with my team, I am quite well set up to take advantage of the Chelsea part of the the double Mm -hmm. Um, because I do have James in already and, you know, I I can get two two extras in for a four-point hit. Mm-hmm. Mount is probably the way that I will go. Mm-hmm. I, I do find him a little bit of a, a boring pick. Yeah. Um, he's not the most thrilling option. Mm. And even though he has had double figure returns this week, this season, they have been against sort of the likes of Norwich and Southampton. And, you know, I'm, I'm not convinced that he's going to go necessarily run amok in this mm. double game week, but yeah. he does seem a quite sensible, stable option given what I want to do with my other move. And it's also because of money. I have just enough money to sort of do what I want to do if uh, no one changes in price. So have it being like 0.2 million yeah. more mm. is not much, but it is enough to sort of price me out. I do think that he could prove the better buy in the end or the more exciting buy. Yeah. Um, but I think Mount... At 7.6, lots of people have the Leicester duo that they might not want because they're still in Europa mm-hmm. and we're going to see rotation. But they might have Coutinho or, you know, various other mm-hmm. people and the sacrifice of one of those is just sort of worth it for a, a double up on, on Chelsea. And certainly wild carders and non-wild carders are in that position where they can invest in these guys. You know, they do have another double coming up, really nice one, nice run of fixtures. So... Yeah, if you're confident they'll get the minutes, you know, it's you can get a good run through. Absolutely. Okay, well, before we move on to our second pick, I just want to say, if you guys want to get any questions in the chat, we'll try and answer a few towards the end. Okay, then, so our second pick, Kylie, is KDB. And if you were on your wild card <laughs> this week, then, you know, you may be tempted to go for, for this guy. De Bruyne has scored 11 goals and four assists this season. Four of those goals and two of those assists coming in in the last six game weeks where... Since coming back from injury, his minutes have been a little more stable from game week 28. He's racked up uh, 421 minutes in total since then. One of those assists, of course, coming last night against Brighton. So that was, uh, you know, I think it was unlucky not to not to have got the second assist as well, because I think it was a bit of a rebound. 
City have kept 12 clean sheets whilst KDB has been on the pitch. So those extra clean sheet points and his added bonus points can definitely help with him getting those double digit numbers, which he has got a few of this season. Uh, surprisingly, De Bruyne is just 7.8% owned. He's been largely looked over, I think, Kylie, because of uh, Sun and Kane performing so well. Yeah. United getting the double gamey fixtures, of course. You know, I think just, yeah, we've all been looking elsewhere basically haven't we um he has 149 points for this season a little behind some of the others at similar price tag but he hasn't had the minutes we've seen from him in previous seasons you know but he is 10 points ahead of bruno (laughs) despite bruno's extra fixtures can you believe it um yeah you know given his recent form and those fixtures kylie is definitely worth a shout i think what do you think yeah definitely i mean i think the thing with De Bruyne as you sort of alluded to there, he's felt a little bit like a luxury pick in recent weeks. We've had so many doubles. I think was it game week 32 was sort of the first one in such a long time mm-hmm. where it was just a standard game week. Yeah. Which was kind of refreshing. <laughs> um, yeah. But it, it has been a lot of doubles. We've obviously had the Spurs guys in flying form and you know, there's only so much money everyone has to, to spend. And then of course, just when I think like game week 33 was a week where a lot of people were looking at maybe bringing in the likes of De Bruyne or having De Bruyne on their free hits. And Mm. and then obviously he got that little niggle and so that sort of eliminated him from the equation. So we're back to here again. And yes, lots of people are going to be looking this week at only spending their transfers on Chelsea. There's going to be a lot of people wildcarding as well. And there will be people who already have, you know, maybe two Chelsea players in their team. Um, So they can kind of look elsewhere. And I think the time for De Bruyne has definitely come. Mm -hmm. He's looking the best that he's looked in so long. He has absolutely fantastic form and their fixtures are so good. And what's really critical is though, yes, they have Champions League Mm -hmm. because of that, because of how close the title race is, it just means that, you know, they can't really let up. A draw for either Liverpool or City at this point sort of feels like conceding defeat. Yeah. And we would hope that means he plays the greater portion of the matches. Um, and I think that he's going to do really well. From a statistics perspective, again, you know, he's he's overperforming, but I I don't necessarily buy into that concept of overperforming his XG when we're talking about someone like De Bruyne because he's just quality. That's just sort of how it is. Mm -hmm. Um, For the last six, his XG is 1.65 and he's scored four goals. So Mm. obviously considerably more than that. His XA is 1.15. So, and he's got two assists. That's not hugely far off. Um, But his stats look good, 15 shots. So he's shooting loads. Um, nine of those have been in the box, nine of them on target. So, you know, more than half of his attempts are on target. We love to see some good accuracy. <laughs> and one big chance that, again, De Bruyne is very capable. He doesn't need it to be a big chance in order to score it. And he's shooting, so he's having an attempt every basically every 28 minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a good few. That's at least three a game that you're mm-hmm. you're sort of looking at. Um, and and given how capable he is, that you know that he's converting well. Um, chances created twenty, so <laughs> like 
Mount looks good with 10, but De Bruyne mm. is 20, which is crazy. Granted, yeah. um, only like two of them were big chances created. Mm. But bear in mind, it's, you know, whoever's on the end of the chance that he's creating as well. And, uh, you know, there's not much that can be done about that. No. <laughs> um, he has the two assists. So he's just got so many avenues to points. And I think he has that appeal for captaincy. We've actually got quite a few captain options over the coming period, but which, which makes it exciting because mm-hmm. it's, you know, you, you just want to have that variety. I know he's so expensive, but like the fixtures mm. are obscene. So Watford at home this week. Yeah. Like, Genuinely, what more could you want? (laughs) That's delightful. Um, He's then got Leeds away in 35, Newcastle at home in 36, West Ham away in 37, Villa at home in 38. And, of course, they do have the Wolves match, which hasn't officially been allocated to a game week just yet. You know, 36, 37, we're sort of waiting to, to find out. And there's lots of opinions on which one it will be. Those people have studied the fixtures much more than I have, so they will be able to tell you better, which is more likely. But either way, it's going to end up with a really nice double, whichever week mm. it is, because yeah. the other fixture is what, Newcastle or West Ham mm-hmm. um, and then Wolves. So from a fixtures perspective, you can't really get better than that. Mm. And he has the form. It's really late in the season uh, for us all to be suddenly turning our eyes to him. but. Mm. I think we are. I think a lot yeah. of people will be um, more willing to spend, you know, over and above Foden for him just because he has that captainable mm. quality about him. Yeah. Well, I, I was potentially considering him as a Salah replacement until yeah. uh, Salah woke back up against Man United. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, uh, Salah's back. <laughs> Maybe so. only against United, though. He has had a good... Yeah, yeah. well hopefully not because uh, i'll probably keep now i suppose but yeah 11.8 as you say is a tough squeeze uh to get into your team especially one that houses say sun and salah already in midfield um i don't have sun but it, it would mean selling kane for me you know downgrading up top and then upgrading in midfield but he'll very you know he's pretty much banked his spot in my free hit team <laughs> and i'm praying that the double goes into 37 personally because it works out better with my free hit strategy than in 36 but uh yeah uh what about yourself Considering yeah I him mean, on your wild card definitely he he's 100 going to be on my mm-hmm. wild card uh i don't know who else will be but <laughs> that decision has been made i obviously i don't have him in my team this week i do have foden in there mm-hmm. um and he will do for against watford and i hope he gets me something but i 100 want him i still have my triple captain um chip there oh, so nice. i didn't didn't play it wow you've got all the chips left (laughs) a few things left uh now can i use them effectively is the Mm. question um but kevin de bruyne is someone that i would be potentially interested in in triple captaining so um particularly because the city players like they aren't massively owned so there is good opportunity to gain some ground there um with him and i just think if you are in a position where you can bring him in this week, I would because the fixture is great. Mm-hmm. But I think even if it's sort of, even if your focus is solely on Chelsea right now, but you can get him in next week, I would just with that run up. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, let's move on to our third 
transfer target. Exciting one. <laughs> and Werner is our differential pick because he's only just becoming gifted with some minutes, really. Mm. Um, they've been very mixed this season with him only banking 976. That sees him behind Lofter's cheeks. In terms, in Lofter's cheeks. <laughs> in terms of minutes on the on the pitch. Uh, that said, he has managed four goals and two assists in that time for 54 FPL points and three of those goals and one of those assists coming in the 405 minutes of the last six game weeks where he has had more game time of course he's a tad bit pricey 8.6 million so if you have Kane or Ronaldo already pairing them with Werner could be quite pricey up top Uh, the major upside to having Werner is a little bit like KDB um, it's his ownership really he's only 2.4% owned so if he kicks off in any of these fixtures it's going to be an instant advantage to you straight away what's his stats looking like Kay are we all sleeping on him <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think that we've been sleeping on him per se like oh. You know, we have just come out of this period where we sort of said, you know, everyone's been focused on doubles and all sorts yeah. of different people. And obviously with Werner, like there's not, he has had excellent recent yeah. form and we will touch on that. But I think he's one of those people because his legacy at Chelsea has mm-hmm. been quite wasteful and he hasn't been getting sustainable minutes. He's he's a very difficult one for people to sort of immediately jump on. Yeah. You know, if Kane, for instance, comes out of a drought and scores, you know, in back-to-back games, everyone's going to dive on him because mm-hmm. there's an element of, oh, he's really reliable. Yes. Whereas Werner does not have Kind that of like history. Salah, I guess, in this right. situation. Though. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Whereas there's reticence with Werner because it's not only does Tuchel love to rotate and he's done that all season, mm-hmm. there's there's definitely been this element of I don't trust him or he's so wasteful, you know, <laughs> and he cannot find the goal with the GPS. I just remember owning sort of him at the beginning of yes. last season for so long <laughs> literally we all fell into oh, that trap mate, um, i waited so long for some returns and nothing came nothing it was happened. so disappointing <laughs> he was but but he's now very exciting mm-hmm. we are at this part of the season where i think you know you want some people it depends on what your goal is right you, mm-hmm. you might be looking to cover different people in mini leagues or you might be trying to push on improve your rank whatever it is I always feel like this is a great part of the season to kind of have a bit of fun mm-hmm. and Werner feels like the definition of a fun pick this week <laughs> for the double I, I don't know about that <laughs> I, highs and lows right there could be tears at the end of it but sure but, exciting more so than fun <laughs> exciting. Yeah, the, the, exciting the prospect move. of hope I think probably yeah. there's hope with him um because he does have the fixtures. Yeah. He does specifically has a double. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, United, Jesus, like, you know, <laughs> they're very obliging at the moment. Chelsea are as well. So, you know, who knows what the score just, could be in that game. They just like to hand other people points. They do, they do. <laughs> Although um, we're saying this now and they'll probably go massive against Arsenal. <laughs> who knows? Um, but I, I think... I think he's I think he's a really good pick. So mm-hmm. from an XG perspective, interestingly, his XG for the last uh, six is 3.01 for his three goals. Crazy. I don't think I've ever seen that, no. you know, and 
certainly not for Werner because <laughs> usually he just massively underperforms. underperforms um, yeah. yeah, so him hitting it right on the head is interesting. He's not one for creating too many opportunities. His XA is 0.16 to his one assist. You know, so he's a little bit negligible from a creative perspective there. But let's be honest, if you want creativity, you are looking at his teammates for that. And there is a wealth of that there. Part of the issue with Werner really was that he was all pace and a no end product. Mm -hmm. And we're starting to see that improve. He has had 15 uh, attempts over the that period. I think there was one of the games he didn't play. So this is sort of over five games, really. Yeah. Um, 13 shots in the box, five shots on target. So again, we can see a bit of that wastefulness. You know, his accuracy isn't as good as the likes of uh, KDBs or even mounts that we mentioned, but he's getting volume of shots. And I think the more confidence that we see because he is, he is shooting and he's scoring over this period, like that, I wouldn't be overly worried about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the thing with him is obviously forwards get less points than midfielders. That's true. But there's so much competition for midfielders at the moment. Yeah. And there is so little competition for forwards at the moment <laughs> yes. that it feels to me Pookie like party. a punt. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it, to me it feels like a punt that you can have, have a bit of fun with. And, like, unless you're getting rid of Kane or someone like that, I'm not advocating that. There's, it doesn't feel as risky as it, it might be, yeah. you know, and there could be lots of rotation anyway. Um, mm -hmm. So he's shooting. He has had five big chances, by the way. So mm -hmm. remember I mentioned that Chelsea was second best for uh, big chances over the last six. Basically yeah. a quarter of those are, are all from uh, from Timo. So okay. he is kind of getting the bulk of opportunities there and mm -hmm. he's having an attempt every 27 minutes. Only four chances created. So that goes back to what we were saying about assist potential, zero big chances. So mm. he's there for the goals. And to be honest, yeah. if, he's, if he's scoring them, that's what you care about. Um, we've covered off his fixtures anyway when we were talking about Mount. So we all, mm -hmm. all sort of know about that. But I am excited about Werner. What do you mm. think, Nim? Yeah, so I have the exact cash at the moment to do Veghurst to Werner currently to pair up with Kane and it's definitely something that I'm weighing up now do I really want to put that much up top is kind of my question or is it like one or the other Kane or Werner but then selling Kane feels really kind of quite silly almost at this point um if I got Werner in I would be dismissing one of Chelsea's midfield entirely because I wouldn't be able to afford both and now with the Rudiger injury I'd probably potentially have to deal with that as well so I'm a little unsure if I'm honest I I am I am considering it I am considering it it's just as I say I think it would be going against mountain midfield if I could get all three I wouldn't be against going for it and uh, I'm going to have a little tinker later and see if I could maybe by downgrading Rudiger to somebody like Alonso 
if mm. I would then be able to get the extra little little bit of cash and I'd probably be like 0.1 or 0.2 off annoyingly <laughs> but oh, if yeah. I could get the extra bit of cash because I do have two free transfers as well so um I'm happy to take a minus four if it's going for you know going in for three doublers effectively because um I don't mind doing that and with them oh, having it is nothing this season yeah anyway. no, basically it's, it's a new days. free transfer yeah and to be fair with them like having their double in 36 anyway it's like you know it's you're kind of getting an extra player in that minus four that's covering a lot more fixtures so I don't hate it what about yourself are you considering switching oh no you do you have Kane no you have Sun don't you so I do but I have someone earmarked so I am a fully paid up member of the uh, Werner fan club for this week not usually I okay. will clarify, but okay, I am good, quite good. excited about prospects. <laughs> I don't have Kane. I do have Son in my team. Mm-hmm. Um, but who I do have, who is perfect for selling, is Lacazette. Ah, oh, so, yes, of course. <laughs> yes, that mm-hmm. that is a perfectly shaped Werner hole in my team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So actually, I have. If I do the tra- now, I am someone who leaves transfers till really, yes, really late. Same. I'm not um, usually, but this season, I really have been you know quite and I think even if I could do all three of those transfers I'd maybe do mountain but I definitely wouldn't do the others until you know until later on so no I'm I'm super at last minute with Mm -hmm. my decisions um and well not even necessarily my decisions but certainly with actually doing the transfers I'm not not really going to get away with that beyond today I think because I've just the right amount of money to do mountain burner in for Barnes and Lacazette. Nice. With zero in the bank afterwards, that would Mm -hmm. leave me with those two plus James, who's already in my team. Um, Given the fact that I have my wild card to play and I'm not playing it this week, um, and part of the reason why I'm happy to not play it this week is because I do do have quite a simple solution to the the Chelsea Yeah, exactly. You can get those two in easily. Quite easily. And then I'm not necessarily committed to them Mm. in the long haul you know if they do really well and I'm really happy then I probably will have them on my wild card but Mm -hmm. I can dip a toe in and and have a bit of a punt yeah and to be honest thinking I might captain Verna just for (laughs) you know I'm at like 200k I'm not coming up here persuading me all in the place now (laughs) (laughs) well I've 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 had a rough season and I I truly have um but going a bit renegade the last Mm -hmm. sort of month or so I have had a really good uh time of it so that approach to just going a little bit rogue has been a little bit fascism as I call it yeah (laughs) and I'm thinking I might proceed with that so quite potentially will go uh Werner captain but he's certainly coming in for me there's no competition I mean Lacazette you know I can't afford Kane as it stands and I just want to have a bit of fun yeah and so yeah I I think I mean the the one thing is obviously I won't have Havertz and Havertz could easily be the one that runs them up this this game week we know that but you know, you can't have all three of them and a defender. And I think lots of us have at least one Chelsea player already as it stands. Yeah, so agreed. you just pick the ones you can get and hope for the best. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I said on my stream that I'd never consider consider a single game week captain again in a double game week because I went for Kane this week and it failed miserably. And then Salah did his thing. And I was oh, like, no. oh no, now I'm considering him. But there are a lot of 
rumors around potential benching um so that kind of makes me feel a little more comfortable with like kind of going for it effectively okay let's do a very very quick quick fire questions round and uh we did get a couple in the chat i actually see nuclear atoms there you still have lacazette yes i do i i played my free (laughs) here so he wasn't a problem last week or this current week Mm. as it still is but he's back in my game week 34 team and to be honest he just sort of was rotting there because i had no one to replace him with um, so quite happy to get rid of him because he's not been very impressive. Uh, one of those legacy, when was their double? Yes, yeah. Because um, they obviously were no, he was no good for the 33 double C. <laughs> was it 28? Yeah, I think so. 30 or 30, the blank. I'm losing oh, track. The blank, yeah. That's when it was, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Hotson says Mount and Havertz or Werner. So if, if that's Mount and Havertz versus Werner, I'd probably go for Mount and Havertz. What about you, Kylie? Yeah. Rather than like one, I'd rather go for the two. Yeah. yeah. So if if you're priced if it is out, that case. yeah, I I like the idea of Mount plus one of Havertz or Werner if you can get that because Mount is quite the stable option, mm-hmm. um, which offsets maybe the slightly riskier ones. Yeah. Of, and you know, Werner feels. Werner has the form, but he still feels riskier than Havertz. Um, but I think if you can balance having a bit of both, that's quite nice. And if you can't get Mount and Werner then uh, as a combo, then I think Mount and Havertz is really strong. Yeah. Um, so he also then went on to ask, is there a chance we could go without Chelsea defenders and triple up on Mount, Havertz and yeah. Werner? Yeah. I would uh, say, yeah. Why not? Their defence has not been strong. You know, we have a situation with James where we don't know if he's actually going to be playing wing back or not. We have Rudiger who's injured. And even with Rudiger there, they've conceded a ridiculous number of goals over the last few weeks. Yeah. And their defenders haven't really been getting the, the attacking returns. So I think you could totally go fully aggressive for it. Mm-hmm. Um Amen. I hope, don't mind, I've, I've shortened <laughs> shortened your name a bit there. Just <laughs> try and not um, absolutely slaughter it because I know that I'm terrible with, <laughs> with these names. He says, uh, is Emerson Royale worth it on a wild card? Uh, they do have the double in 36. Simon Davies. It's not super cheap. This is the thing. No, that's the thing. Mm. Okay. I, I don't love it. I it's not the worst, you know, if you're looking sort of under I think he's under five or close to five. I think million. I'd be more tempted to go for somebody like cash around that sort of price yeah. tag with that double. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think there is there are more exciting options potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh is uh the clon lad said is selling Kane for Werner an option? No, yeah. I don't okay. I don't I don't think so. I, I mean think if you're it might depend uh, on where you are, yeah, and maybe. and also and also what your situation with wildcard yeah. and free hits and so on are. You know how are you going to handle the Tottenham double, for instance? I think you've got mm-hmm. to want to have Kane there. He's going to free hit in thirty six and triple captain in. Oh, he says thirty seven to be confirmed. Okay, so I I do still think it's really risky to to go Kane to Werner. I think that's a harder move to make. Um, just because you know Kane is going to play every game, 
you know, he sure he didn't score against Brighton, but I mean, Tottenham recently against Brighton haven't been that great. So it's not altogether mm-hmm. shocking in terms of their recent history. I, but, but, you know, they are in form and it feels a, maybe a risk too far. Mm-hmm. Just, I'd, I'd be, I'd probably say sell any other forward to burn up, but Kane is the only one that's worthwhile. <laughs> yeah. That, so, not sure about that. Um, I also said any word on City doubling 36. No, we've not had that information yet. Uh, George says, do I take the uh, minus four point hit to swap Lacazette for Werner? That's what Kylie's doing. Do it. Um, I would do it as well, probably for a, for a minus four. Um, and uh, DG says, Mares or Mount for a minus four. He has James and Havertz already. Uh, ooh. I th- the issue is, is Mara's gonna play? Yeah, I'd probably uh, go Mount a... just for safety, just for OR as well, because I think a lot of people will be on Mount this week. So, yeah. and this is the double, isn't it? You know, so uh, maybe I just would, go yeah. for it. Uh, uh, Neil says Chelsea mids over City and pool defense. Uh, well, so here's the thing: like Chelsea, I think over the last six or whatever, have scored the second most goals um so they are scoring now obviously that's padded out with fixtures like i think it was southampton for instance yeah um but you know they are scoring a lot of goals mm-hmm. so maximizing the amount of chelsea attack that you have over you know they're scoring more goals than city in that period mm-hmm. um so we just think that yeah i would prioritize chelsea yeah. attack over most other things uh nuclear says nimwill and katia keeps it keep his place i think there will be some rotation nuclear with with lacazette but i do i do think he will play more game time between now and the end of the season for sure uh i think the fact that lacazette has come out quite openly this week saying that he wants to play champions league football uh <laughs> uh is interesting and i think maybe that suggests that he really is looking for a move during the summer so i think that may uh, open the door for Anketia to get more game time in these in these final uh, few games for us. Um, Chim says, does Werner and Mount plus 1.4 million to upgrade bench boost justify dropping Kane? Hmm. Um, okay, I think it's hard to have Kane and lots of other people if you're mm. bench boosting, so there may be a case... For yeah, that potentially, I think, I think Chim would be it'd be really worth considering what you do with that extra one point four million. How much better your bench proof does actually look, and obviously, I guess you are getting more fixtures out of Werner Mount than what you are out of Kane. But obviously, bear in mind Kane's ownership and what he can do <laughs> if he does anything, because that will really hurt. <laughs> um, I think probably one last question. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, George says, do I take the transfer hit to swap Saka to Mount? I, I would swap. I would Ooh, swap. Interesting. I don't think I would. I and I. This is where it's really good that actually both Nim and I have. Um, you know, we're in different positions in terms mm-hmm. of wildcard and everything. Yeah. Um, because I still have the luxury of choosing whether I would want Saka back. Um, it really depends if you want Saka for the upcoming doubles. Yeah. Um, if you do, then 
and you don't have a wild card, then you're probably best off holding on to him. Um, and I guess the other thing is look at it in terms of Mount versus Saka. Like, who do you think is going to get the most points? Mount does have the double here and he has another True. double coming up and mm-hmm. it is a nice double. So he yeah. could easily outscore him. Saka is quite highly owned though. Mm-hmm. So there is a risk element there. Yeah. But you win some, you lose some. I think a lot of people are maybe looking at last night and only seeing that Saka scored a penalty, but yeah. he did have plenty of chances before that penalty it wasn't his only chance and he did look very impressive generally anyway. I mean, Arsenal in general looked just far more on it last night. So I'm kind of hoping that they'll now take that kind of onus forward and really push on from here and take some of that positivity and really push on. Uh, I do agree with Kylie though, you are potentially getting far more fixtures and uh, maybe a, a bit more out of Mount than, than what you are Saka. Potentially, if you can, I'd really consider if you could maybe get Mount in for somebody else though rather than Saka and then have both for that double game meet 36. So, yeah. Oh. Cool. Okay then, guys. That's it. Thank you for joining us on our new show, The Transfer Targets. Best of luck for the up-and-coming game week. I hope you all smash it. But before you go, here's Kylie to wrap us up with some of the admin. Also, as usual, just leave a comment to let us know what you think or if there's any players in particular that you're thinking about. Um, Like, subscribe if you enjoy what we do and uh, Fantasy Football Scout. And you can find links to my content and Nims below. And we wish you the very best of luck this game week. Bye, guys. Bye.